Matrix Studios. It's JP, Kathy, and the crew. All right. We are kicking off the week, and we have lots to discuss and less than an hour to do it in. So welcome to JP, Kathy, and the crew. Super excited you've chosen to spend your morning with us and enjoy your first, second, or third cup of coffee with us. We've got Dr. Norm Clothier, who is our medical correspondent. Um, My goodness, who has been with us a very long time, and and we're just so excited to have him and his expertise that he brings to the table. Um, Today, he's going to be talking about, and I've got an announcement, a breaking news announcement to make first, but uh, Dr. Clothier is going to be talking with us about healthy habits for the upcoming holiday season. This is a time when folks uh, tend to overeat, tend to not pay as much attention to their health, but it's a time when you can with just a little preparation, and Dr. Clothier obviously will give us some great information on that, but um, wanted to mention, and we'll be talking uh, talking about this a little bit more after we discuss holiday health with Dr. Norm Clothier, but um, Colin Powell, who is the former Secretary of State, among other things, has passed away from COVID complications at the age of 84. So that is just heartbreaking news for the country, for his family, for those who loved him. So um, God bless him. Thank you for your service, sir. And may he rest in peace. And um, we are asking for the crew to please come together and pray for his family, no matter where you are politically, no matter what your thoughts are um, on, on you know, his his job and his politics and things of that nature. Um, he is a good man who served our country well, and we are just heartbroken for his family. So we are asking you to pray for the Powell family at this time. And uh, Dr. Clothier, I know we're going to be talking, going to be, first of all, good morning. And I know we're going to be talking about holiday health. Good morning. Um, but, but wow, so, um, uh, you know, COVID complications. It, and, and I would imagine that, you know, Colin Powell had the absolute best access to the best doctors, was probably, you know, in and out of doctor's offices on a regular basis. And, um, and he, he passed away of COVID complications. It is a serious, it is a serious topic. Yeah, it's a very serious virus. You know, of course, we've been, I personally have been kind of burned out on talking about it because I know people already have formulated their political opinions on it. But, you know, it, it really is a serious virus. It really does kill people. It maims people. It gives long-term complications. And I, you know, get the gut feeling that uh, there are more conservatives who are going to be dying and having the long-term complications because of the very harsh views about the medical approach to it and uh you know i get a couple letters a week talking about how horrible i am to think of it as serious or to recommend a vaccine but you know the vaccine works and uh i'm sorry that we're losing people i think it's a lot of deaths um of the 700,000 in america i get reminded every day that we can't prove every one of those was a covid vaccine or a covid uh, excuse me covid complication for sure or maybe they just had COVID, but either way, that's a lot of deaths. And uh, there are a lot of famous people. There are a lot of family members. There are a lot of friends. And I would really encourage people, take it seriously, get over the politics, get to the medical side of uh, taking care of it. Look at the real evidence. Don't look at just a video on Facebook. Uh, look at real medical evidence and see what is going on and, and uh, take care of yourself for the sake of your family. Well, and again, yes, and, and we were so glad we were like when you and I were doing, um, you know, texting back and forth and doing a little pre-production for the show today. 
you know, you're like, hey, this is time to start talking about holiday health, which we're going to get into right now. But I just I did want to, you know, mention that about Colin Powell, because, again, you've you've got to take you've got to take it seriously. You've got to take care of yourself and um, just, you know, and and just heartbreaking loss. And and again, and I know you're a praying man. So so Dr. Clothier and I are both asking for you to pray and the crew to come together and pray for his family. So um, holidays are coming up. I I can't believe we're there. But I did feel some cold air. In the a little brisk, brisk, uh, you know, breeze in the air today. Oh, so that man. was wonderful. So I'm like, we are getting close to the holidays. So Thanksgiving's coming up, Christmas is coming up, all kinds of holiday parties, family get togethers. How do you stay healthy? How do you not gain that five, 10 pounds that sometimes we tend to put on during the holiday season? And you know, Dr. Clothier, the older we get, the harder it is to lose that five pounds every year. Yes, and here's the the problem is that the way the system is set up, and this is this may be political, but it it's uh, formulated against all of us who like food, and that is that Halloween's coming up, and then Thanksgiving, then Christmas, then New Year's, then Valentine's Day, then uh, I'm sure there's something in March. I'm forgetting that's a uh, triggering holiday for calories. Oh, St. Patrick's Day, of course, some people overdo calories in various forms there. And then, you know, you run into kind of the uh, Mother's Day, Father's Day. Then there's the Memorial Day cookout in between them. Then there's the Fourth of July and the Labor Day cookout. And really, the only time we have a break is like today. And so I think it's uh, important to plan because there is like a monthly excessive intake day. And I, uh, I find personally that Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, very difficult for people because there's so much in the way of candy and sweets and yeah of course they're treats but i would really encourage people plan right now starting now uh what you like have some don't overdo it and don't have all the excess stuff that you really don't care about you know if if your aunt myrtle makes a mincemeat pie that you don't like but you're afraid you'll offend her if you don't take a piece you can take a piece and recycle it in the trash can. And, you know, it's, um, <laughs> I think, I think it's fair to, uh, just realize you can't and you shouldn't eat everything. There's, you know, there's a lot of evidence that excessive intake all in bulk causes an acute inflammatory condition to the heart or blood vessels at times. And, you know, it, it, we've all known people who literally eat until they're sick and, I think that's kind of sad. And so I think planning ahead and, you know, I'm an advocate of exercise, exercise every day anyway, but exercise the days of the excessive intake, even Thanksgiving, you can get up, go for a walk, enjoy the time with your family, walk after the meal. Uh, You know, you may not be able to walk as quickly, but you can plan and not uh, be excessive. Now, I think it is, critical that we also talk about COVID safety. You know, there is that bad virus out there. So I would encourage any outdoor gathering you can have would be the smart one. Uh, Get your vaccine before the holidays so that you are fully uh, immunized. And then also just be smart about testing and travel. If you're, if you're going to travel to see relatives instead of infecting them with the virus, maybe killing them, uh, go ahead and do a test before you end up traveling. Make sure you're not going to impact them. Watch your hands a lot. Keep a reasonable social distancing. I know that's really hard with family. 
especially if you haven't seen family in a while. But then if you can, you know, most Thanksgivings here are very, very moderate. Temperature-wise, you right. can have an outdoor meal. Well, we did we did that last year, Doctor. Real quick, we did that last year um, over at my stepbrother and my sister in law's house, um, and they've got a beautiful backyard. You know, we have we had um, tables outside, chairs, everybody social distance. We took turns, like everybody went in with their, I guess, nuclear family, if you will, um, and you know, grabbed their food, then would come out, and, and you know, and everybody was just very wary of that because we have several. Um, older family members who have some health complications and um and again even if and i'm i'm getting news that that colin powell was vaccinated so here's the thing even if you are vaccinated you still want to be smart about it kind of a thing and um so but you know we had a lovely time last year and we were outside and like you said in texas you know we don't have to worry about you know 10 inches of snow on the ground yeah, and, and just that reminder that the virus is so bad and that vaccines are not 100%. They are protective. When you're 84 and get a bad virus vaccinated or not, you hope you can get through it, but not always. And so it's still worth increasing your odds. But you know what we've learned from last year to this year? Last year, we were all talking about the elderly relatives who were at risk. This year, it's people of all ages with the Delta variant. You know, we have Good point. local... Um, uh, you know, high schools have had deaths. The, uh, you know, there, there really are. Uh, well, the virus doesn't really care at all about your politics, and it doesn't particularly seem to care about age. And so, the concern still for most people in medicine is, you know, the death rate is concerning. But uh, you know, I get plenty of comments almost every day about what a low death rate that we shouldn't even worry about it. And I disagree. I think still deaths are deaths, but uh, much more concerning is the long-term repercussion. You know, if you're 20 and get the virus and have permanent lung damage, that's a big deal. That's a problem. Oh, well, I mean, then and you're, then think, you're living you know, the rest of your life. I mean, and, and again, this is what's so, this is always what strikes me is, I, you know, I've heard of folks who were very young, like friends of friends or friends who had family members or people, you know, you see on Facebook or on uh, Instagram or something, and you're you're praying for this family. Um, recently, um, a, a, a gentleman in his 30s, great shape, two young kids, beautiful wife, died of COVID. But then I have friends who were in their 90s who came out of it unscathed, and and some didn't even have that that strongest symptoms so you don't know you you, you can't I know you're right last yeah. year I remember this time you were very diligent about people who were older you don't know you just don't know no and and you know it's um uh the challenge again is that it is just unpredictable and right and that has nothing to do with you know the the politics side you know, I keep hearing people telling me because, you know, by now, most people who are going to get the shot seem to have got the shot. Most people who are adamantly opposed just are not going to. And nearly always it's predicated with, well, but I'm so healthy that I don't need it. And, I, you know, it's just one of those things that people need to understand. And, you know, I, I don't know that we'll get through to them because I don't think that um, they, you know, they're not open to the discussion. So, um but going again into food safety for the holidays, you know, I think uh, when I was a kid, we all talked about razor blades and apples and 
you know, poison here and there. And yes. I, I don't think, I don't know anybody that bit into their Halloween <laughs> apple and had their face split in half. So, uh, you know, that was such a rumor. Yes. It, it, was it was, even when I was and a kid. And my mom used to check my candy. She'd be like, let's look at you. even a bit of honey. It's like, let me check this. And that razor blade thing was, I guess, what do they call those? An urban yeah. legend or something? <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. And so, did she check your candy by eating it to see if it was safe? <laughs> I did that with my yeah, brother, so, my younger brother. <laughs> yeah. So you just got to make sure. But, you know, it's uh, obviously, you know, two things are true. One is I never got an apple when I was out trick-or-treating <laughs> no. anyway, you know, and uh, and I certainly didn't get like a cluster of grapes that could have poison injected into them or something. I remember one year that was all talk. I think it was after the tylenol cyanide thing and and somebody oh, said oh you could inject yes. cyanide in grapes and you'd never yes. know so anyway either way i never died and so <laughs> i think um be reasonable though about you know what you get and then what you allow your children to eat and or overeat and right. uh, try not to i think right. that's one of those lessons where you can teach them they can learn moderation too and of course again with thanksgiving christmas New Year's, you know, a lot of people have food that sits out. Uh, you cannot have food sitting out all day and eat it and be safe. So I would really suggest have an organized plan to uh, get your food, whether indoor, outdoor, wherever. And if you uh, end up indoors because of bad weather, you can open windows and run fans. It might be a little cooler. That's what jackets are made for if you need them and uh, sweaters and such. But yeah, you can keep air circulating and not overdo the indoor exposure, right. even if the weather is bad. But you do need to get food covered and in the fridge, especially turkey. Turkey is notorious for carrying bacteria easily, and chicken is very similar. Um, ham is less likely because it's so salty, but, you know, it's still a possibility. And, of course, you have your various other foods that can sit out and get gather uh uh, organisms in trouble but turkey is by far the most notorious for that so i would just literally make sure you have somebody that checks to make sure that after everyone is served the food is covered and put away That's it smart. can be taken back out of the fridge you know you can yep. do that and um and i think it's just smart don't have it sit from noon till you know seven in the evening and go make a sandwich you're gonna Not be a fit. good idea you know that i mean that's just yeah, and it's amazing to me how quickly it can acquire bacteria so you know, or have some degree of, uh, of foodborne illness. It's, you know, it's within a couple of hours. It's not like, oh, you know, I'll leave it there for the day. It'll be okay. It's not. I see every year I see a lot of people with GI bugs or GI symptoms uh, the day after Thanksgiving until about five days after because, you know, they've eaten things they've been sitting out. So that's right. how it is. And just be aware, too, when you, uh, like if you have a serving fork or something, you know, those things also uh, can hold and carry bacteria because they have a little debris on them. Just make sure you, you clean up, you know, wash. That's what soap is uh, designed for, too. Dishwashers are handy. All those things. Just practice hygiene in terms of person to person, but also person to food item. And I think all those things just keep you healthier. And again, I would make a plan not to gain weight Thanksgiving to Christmas. You just don't need to blow it. 
if you've been doing well this year despite the pandemic and not really gaining weight or if you've been losing weight because your doctor suggested it and you know it's healthier all those things are just really um you know you don't want to lose all that momentum by getting inflamed around the holidays and we do see more uh heart attacks there's an old uh comment in medicine that there are more heart attacks at christmas than at any other time of year and it's true it's probably a combination of the stress and the uh, the fact that people do overeat and then often people travel and forget their medicine and things like that. So all those things just need to be planned for. Right. And, you know, and you've always mentioned this. Okay. Yes. If you are traveling, make your medication, getting the medication refilled, making sure you have everything appropriately marked in advance. And, and that's something that's always stuck with me. That's a, a good tip that you give. And I want to go back and I know we've just got a few minutes, but if you can reiterate, you know, it is so easy, even if you cannot, you know, go out and walk and you've done this. I mean, you lead by example. If you cannot go out and walk because of weather, when it's the Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays, go to a local mall, go to some kind of inside venue. You even said, and I thought this was a great idea, um, you know, go over where there's a parking garage, you know, do a couple laps around, Absolutely. go up and down the stairs. Um, the holidays can't be yeah. your reason for not exercising i guess is no, what i wanted to get very doable absolutely yeah. it's it's extremely doable and it's worth it and you'll feel better you'll be healthier uh you know we we will go somewhere for almost anything you know if you forgot the sour cream you can go to the store and get it so i'd encourage you even if it's drizzly out or windy or whatever go find a place you're right to uh walk i've at times, I've walked around a large store right. uh, a few laps around, you know, just because it is indoor space, it's doable. You can go up and down the rows and, you know, uh, it's not a big deal. You don't have to, like, yell ahead, watch out, I'm exercising. You know, you don't have to <laughs> make a spectacle of it, but right. you can you can get your activity in and do great. And uh, it's really worth it. They're also, if all else fails you know let's say your car got stolen and you can't leave the house because you're under house arrest anyway and whatever <laughs> the um you can uh get on a streaming uh website of almost any sort you can get an indoor walking program so true. going that will get you moving for the half hour too and so, so true. uh you know there's just no excuse i think in um modern society it's just doable it is and you know and i and i love again you lead by example and and this is something that you talk about year round but especially during the holidays especially you know you're going to be eating some extra food you know you're going to be eating things that maybe would not be as healthy you've got the sweets all the different things you're talking about get you know get a couple of laps in you're going to feel better about yourself it helps digest your food better so um always always great Absolutely. advice it's great for it's great for mental health, too. And, you know, yes. there's always yes, stress yes, around yes. the holidays, stress with family and stress with what to do about travel and COVID and everything else. And minimize that stress by going out and working it off uh, with exercise. That would be a great thing. Excellent. Well, thank you, sir. Always great information as usual. You know, healthy holiday habits. Maybe we can hashtag that for you. Throw it off with with your practice. And how can people All get right. in touch with you if they want, if they don't have a doctor and they need one? Uh, we have uh, our 11 offices in the Metroplex are at shcatx.com, which is Family Healthcare Associates, Texas.com. Uh, we are called Family Healthcare Associates. We, you can find us through your insurances. 
I'm at our Richardson location, which is 214-575-3422. But FHCATX.com is the website for the whole group. We'd be honored to serve you. Excellent, excellent. Well, and we have a number of members from the crew, including JP's dad, who go to you, to you and to your office and your associates. Thank you very much, and have a blessed week. You're welcome. All right. Goodbye. Good information. You know, um, the holidays, I think so many of us, I, I know I get, I'm, I become guilty of this um, uh, many a times, and that is just thinking that you can sit there and just eat and eat and eat and eat and then eat some more, and you're like, oh, it doesn't matter, and you know, you're getting two and three plates, and then you're taking the leftovers and eating those a couple of hours later. Um, if you're going to do that, make sure that it doesn't continue for three days after, but just be smart about it. And like Dr. Clothier always says, um, we've got, uh, you know, We've got time if you start now and you plan ahead, especially if you want to maybe make a few healthy dishes or learn how to cook a dish um, in a more healthy manner. Of course, my dad's on the feed and he's like, yeah, the stuffing that, that my stepmom makes is she's still going to cook it the same way and it's great and prepare it the same way. And there's nothing healthy about it and that's okay. Or does if it has celery in it and it's stuffing, does that count as healthy? Hmm. No. no, no, no. Maybe not. All right. Well, we are. No. no. Oh, who's saying no? No. <laughs> okay. I keep. I've got somebody still. Say, I became a fan. Oh, I JP. I I didn't even know you were on. I, where Where are you coming from? <laughs> well, I'm now leaving Jupiter, heading toward the rings of Uranus. Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't know if we were going to get you at all today. Well, hey, we were getting ready to cover um, a, a, the the fact, the breaking news today that um, Colin Powell has passed away at the age of eighty four from COVID complications. And, um, and and you know, JP, obviously, he's a political figure, and I know people are going to have their their opinions on him politically. But this is one of those times. This is a man who served our country. We've got to come together, and we have got to, uh, you know, pray for his family. And so we've asked the crew to pray for his family. And, you know, what is interesting, you know, Dr. Clothier is an advocate. And, again, you know, everybody has their opinions on vaccine shots, all that kind of stuff. Um, Dr. Clothier is an advocate of the vaccine. What is interesting is I am learning, and I'm sure you have as well, JP, that um, Colin Powell, his family says he was vaccinated, but he still passed away from COVID complications. So what are your thoughts on the passing of, uh, you know, an American hero, Colin Powell? Well, I'm hoping that uh, we will treat him in death at this point better than we treated Senator John McCain. That's Amen, brother. Yes. Yes. Um, when it comes down to it, when the day is the day, um, what did these men do? They sacrificed. And we can have our political opinions and we can have discussions because that's the greatness of our republic. But without men like Colin Powell and Senator John McCain, there is no more republic. And so regardless of your political affiliation, honor these men. Honor Colin Powell for the service that he provided and the sacrifice. And his family had to sacrifice, Kathy. Oh, I know 110%. that. Katarina had to sacrifice. I mean, I was at the lowest level of government or one of the lowest levels of government, and my family had to sacrifice. Right. When right. I had to go out and do a wedding on Christmas Eve, or I'm out doing a wedding on New Year's Eve, or I'm out doing a wedding on Thanksgiving Day. Um, so 
really, it, it's time for kindness, reflection. And you know what? The man did a lot for this country, whether you agree with him 100% or not. And I just hope that the woke left will go to sleep and that the very, 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 very far-right radical will go to sleep and really let us honor a great American hero. Right. Well, and, and let me, JP, I'm going to read a few things about him. Colin Powell, who was the first black United States Secretary of State, which that's huge. Um, he's His leadership in several Republican administrations helped shape American foreign policy in the last years of the 20th century and the early years of the 21st century. He has died from complications from COVID-19, his family said on Facebook. He was 84. General Colin L. Powell, former U.S. Secretary of State and Chairman of the Joint Chief of Staff, passed away this morning due to complications from COVID. We have lost a remarkable and loving husband, father, grandfather, and great American, they said, noting that he was fully vaccinated. Powell was a distinguished and trailblazing professional soldier whose career took him from combat duty in Vietnam to becoming the first black national security advisor during the end of Ronald Reagan's presidency and the youngest and first African-American chairman of the Joint's Chief of Staff under President George H.W. Bush. His national popularity soared in the aftermath of the U.S.-led coalition victory during the Gulf War. And for a time in the mid-90s, he was considered a leading contender to become the first black president of the United States. But his reputation would be forever stained when the George W. Bush first Secretary of State, he pushed faulty intelligence before the United Nations to advocate for the Iraq War, which he would later call a blot on his record. Though he never mounted a White House bid when Colin Powell was sworn in as Bush's Secretary of State in 2001, he became the highest-ranking black public official to date in the country, standing fourth in the line of succession. And that's huge. So, again— Please, JP and I and the crew, we're asking you, please put politics aside today when you speak of this man. His whole life was dedicated to serving our country, and and, and he deserves um, credit for that. He deserves respect for that, and, and, and we want to pray for his family. You know, you've got grandkids, probably great-grandkids, um, you know, family members who their hearts are breaking right now. You know, Kathy, he also led the way for Condoleezza Rice. Oh, absolutely, who just is one of my absolute you favorites. Know. Yeah. Again, he was a trailblazer, and so he broke barriers that now, you know, and, and again, this is where, and, and I'm glad you mentioned the woke generation, all the woke kids who may say something because he has an R by his name, you need to go back and look and see that there have been other people, other black Americans who have served on both sides of the aisle in powerful positions have served in the military in powerful positions because he first broke those barriers. Right. Well, you know, it's kind of like we're coming out of the Katie Couric interview with Ruth Bader, Bader Ginsburg, right? Where they talked about taking a knee and how Justice Ginsburg said that that was appalling. How dare they take a knee? How incredibly disrespectful to our country. But they edit that out and cut that out. Why isn't the woke left hearing that so they can understand that, you know what, there are certain things in this country that are unacceptable. And a bashing Colin Powell today is unacceptable. 
Oh, and you mentioned, you mentioned, yes, yes. You mentioned real, real quick, and sorry to cut you off, but you mentioned Ruth Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and you and I covered her death when she passed away, and and you and I mentioned a number of, have mentioned over the years, you know, a number of things we did not agree, like vehemently disagreed with her on. But we gave her the ultimate respect and, and asked for prayers for her family when she passed away because at the end of the day, it's a human being. There's a whole family, a, group, a whole group of family, friends, coworkers, colleagues who are mourning that person's loss. Oh, and she's one of us. I mean, goodness gracious, she is an American. And she's an amazing American to rise to the top of her people. There's nowhere to go after the U.S. Supreme Court in being a lawyer. Another another trailblazing pioneer. Right. So, yes, absolutely. So God well, and, bless his and, soul and God yes. bless Colin Powell and his family. And, and our own Fred North said he had a chance to meet um, Colin Powell. Um, oh, and now this is really cool. He met Colin Powell at a Paul Simon and the Highwaymen concert in the early 90s. Um how cool how cool is that fred so we've got a little personal connection there but um yeah just again we we want to pray for him and um may he rest in peace and and thank you for a job well done and thank you for your service now kathy you make it very hard for me to ask this next question of you right after we discuss the honorable colin powell is it about the but dallas cowboys sadly no no, no. <laughs> dallas cowboys no, no. <laughs> hey, we're looking. 30, they're looking so 30, good. Clam chowder today. They've got my. They they look. They're looking so good, and it was such a great win in overtime. I've got my Cowboys ball cap back on. Uh oh! Here we go. Break out the suit. Here we go. Um, now, the, the question I have to ask you is: When did bisexuality become a value in our country? Um, I, 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 that's, that's not, your sexual preference is not a value. I don't, I, where, I don't know where you're even going with this, so I'm going to let you well, talk. <laughs> well, it seems like it is. Well, you sent me the article, which I was wanting to talk about this anyways, what DC has done with Superman. Oh, yeah. Now I, okay. And now we, are you talking about the bisexual son, which, which the main thing I've got a huge problem with is that they have taken, and I, and you know this is one of those things. So we're, we're so today we're honoring an American hero who served his whole entire life, you know, in military service and service to our country, and then DC and I'm just like I just can't believe they're doing it. They are taking out, they're changing the motto, and we all know this, you know, truth, justice, and the American way. This, this has been, I, I remember growing up as a kid, this is just truth, justice, and the American way was always the motto for Superman. Now, and this- but everybody wants the American way. Well, and the, the American dream, my goodness, people are coming over here, you know, dying, trying to come over here. And, and, and America right. is the best country on God's green earth. Now, JP, they're changing it to truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. Like the American way is a bad thing. What the heck? I read this and I lost my mind. We'll just it, ask college professors. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Where are you going with that one? So I, 
Well, yeah. Well, evidently, I've got something you don't know, I guess. What is that? Um, DC has turned super, well, DC has turned Superman into a bisexual. There is a picture of Superman kissing another man. Yes. Now that's not, I don't think it, I think it turns out to be, and I haven't, I haven't read all of that because I, I, I got stuck on the other article, the truth, justice and the, and the better tomorrow, which how dare they take out American way. Literally that I lost my mind over that. Um, I think it is a son like Lois and Clark had a baby and then that, that's Superman. Oh, okay. Now, now that is news. That is news. No, this is Superman, and there's a picture of Superman kissing another man in his uniform, all muscled up, in his Superman outfit. And that's why I ask, you know, Superman's always been iconic and has represented the best of America, right? Oh, wait, no, no, no. And I'm reading the article. Right? It, it's a, no, it says Superman's son. It is Superman's son. Okay, he may to, look I'll, like he may look I'll like sit. he may look like Superman because he's. But it does say um, DC announced that John Kent, Superman's son, who also wears the iconic S shield, would come out as a bisexual. Right, but that's my point, though. He takes over the role as Superman. Okay, that's see. why he's wearing super the super. He's wearing the when you but when you put that outfit on with the with the cape. And the S on your chest, you are Superman. Well, they, they've gone, the they've gone completely, the they've completely gone woke. Um, my thing is, I, I just don't know how you take out the American way. How do you take out the American way and put a better tomorrow? The American way is what provides a better tomorrow, JP. Wouldn't you agree with that? I mean, you grew up with that. You were a big old superhero fan like me growing up. What's wrong with saying the American oh, way? Yeah. Well, that's where I'm going with all this, though. Where yeah. I'm going with all this is is that Superman is iconic in representing what's the best of us. Yep. And the messaging from people like Superman, Wonder Woman, uh, Green Lantern, uh, Wonder Batman, Power, yeah. Batman, Robin, was yep. a value system. We yeah. kids grew up being taught values through media, at the time television, through superheroes, right? That's why we all want to become superheroes. That's why we don't want to lie. We dressed That's up. I mean, we dressed up like that for street. Halloween. For Halloween, I'm literally right. on any given Halloween when we were kids, you know, I know I was Wonder Woman one year, and you had, of course, which now I look at them, and they were really kind of creepy, those little masks that had the slits for the mouth and the slits for the eyes. <laughs> they, you could barely see through it. Like, you could see your own eyelashes blinking in those because you're kind of, they're kind of crammed in. You kind of look like a clown. Were, were those kind of scary? I mean, now with the Halloween <laughs> yeah, costumes yeah. being so crazy, but I look back, and then we, and it had like, and you, your mom bought them for you at the grocery store, and they had, they were like plastic onesies, that tied in the back. I, yeah, I think yeah. if you caught on fire, that's it, your toes. Those, yeah. But those were kind of creepy yeah, costumes. Yeah, that's that's not good. They but were. but but in, my but my again, point be, point being, everybody and their dog was dressed up. It was like the Justice League hit your neighborhood, you know. Well, and and again, the Justice League represented the best of America and taught values to children through these cartoons, right? We wanted to be like the Man of Steel. We wanted to be gracious, and we wanted to be, you know, swoop in and save people. And and we learned our masculinity to some extent 
from these characters, being respectful, polite to others. You ever or femininity, because ever? you know everybody, every well, right. girl wanted to be wanted well, yeah. <laughs> to be Wonder Woman. I, I, I have an invisible yeah. plane. It's right behind me. <laughs> right, you do. I can see it. You've but ridden my, in my it before. I've ridden in it before. What did I say? But we we campaigned for your JP campaign in my invisible plane one time. Remember? Yeah, we had a banner. We had a banner behind you. You just saw open space and a banner. They're like, wow, that's cool. <laughs> no. Um, what my, I guess what my point is is that DC has turned sexuality into morals, into mores, and they've turned now this idea that it's not truth, justice, and the American way completely around. And for some reason, it's okay to teach this as a value versus an individual choice and how you wish to go through and seek out your sexuality. Here's what I'm confused about on the whole matter. When did it become okay not to celebrate Christian values? Or just being, uh, you know, when did it be okay not to celebrate morality and just integrity? You know, to me, the, you know, the truth, truth, justice in the American way, that that was very hopeful. You know, JP, and we talked about this a couple of Fourth of Julys ago, um, the difference. And again, we're this, you know, we're talking about the Justice League and, you know, Superman that we knew of the 70s. And I go back to one of my favorite commercials, that Coca-Cola commercial that we showed a couple of years on our show um, that was Fourth of July. And it was big, you know, it was bicentennial and it was, you know, red, white and blue, everything. And, you know, kids with, you know, sparklers and and everybody's dressed up. You know, you've got Betsy Ross, you know, sewing the flag and you've got, you know, Sam Houston. You've got all the, you know, all these great things and all these American images and everybody's so proud. And literally it was just bleeding red, white and blue off of this commercial for Coca-Cola. And now, JP, it's a bad thing. It's like it's a bad thing to be patriotic and have pride in your country. It's a bad thing to even mention America or the American way. What what is wrong with our country? What is wrong with people? Yeah, so what what? So what what? Well, here's the thing. Yeah. I don't believe that the majority of Americans feel this way. Agre- I, I agree I with you 110% on that, my friend. Absolutely. And and I I do believe that the very few in the media are now running this country on the emotion that is facilitated through college professors, facilitated through some school boards who are pushing things like critical race theory. All of this connects. And let me finish before you say something, yeah. Kathy, just real quick, because I'm old and I'll lose my train of thought on this. <laughs> you go back to how many Katie Couric interviews with people like Justice Ginsburg, who the left follow, who the left idolize, don't get to hear what true values they espouse during their tenure when they were leaving. Ginsburg clearly believed that it was very much against America and a bad thing to take a knee during the, during the, the Star-Spangled Banner, Kathy. And see, I'm going to have to go back. I've, I'm, I've never seen this interview you're talking about, so I've got to look that up after the oh, show. Goodness. You need to you need to Google right now Katie Couric and Ginsburg interview. And so it was that was edited you. out. And do you know why Katie Couric did it? You ready why? for that? Why? 
because she wanted to protect Ginsburg and her and her reputation. I don't think Ginsburg needed. She was a tough cookie. I don't think she needed any protection. You are kidding me about this. No, I'm dead serious. And Kenny, what <sighs> Katie Sturt doesn't know, or I guess doesn't realize, is that without Ginsburg, she probably is not sitting in that chair. Oh, talk about a feminine um, trailblazer, a female, uh, one of the strongest, and again, didn't agree with her politics, but you cannot deny that she was a female trailblazer, that she blazed the way for a lot of us, you know, um, for me to be sitting here, for me to well, have her, served as the first, you know, Republican Party female right. chairman in Collin County. My goodness, I, you're kidding me. She thought she's, she's quoted as no. saying she protected her? Live interview, yeah. She said that she was protecting um, Justice Ginsburg's reputation wow. in her past by not including that in the interview, by editing it out. And, and Ginsburg, you can go on, they have found the edited version of that interview and they play it. And you can hear what Ginsburg has to say. And so I want to circle back around because it's not this is not necessarily centralized around that because I want to talk about that more in depth. Right. But I want to circle back around is that the media is cutting out pieces of what Americans truly believe yeah. and Americans yeah. in roles of leadership and liberal Americans. Liberal Americans don't believe that we should be changing the colors and the formation of our flag. But the woke left does, and they're pushing an agenda to change our flag, for God's sakes. Liberals don't believe that freedom should be taken away in exchange for security to receive what the government thinks we need. Liberals don't believe that. All right? They don't. But yet the media has clipped it out to make sure that that's all we hear that's righteous for the people that are growing up in this country now. And it's being professed at the college level and at the high school level and the middle school level and the elementary school level. And that is what's going to push us over the brink into socialism and communism if we don't get a handle on it. It's not the American people. It's the liberal media, the woke media, that has finally gotten a grasp and they now can control the messaging because they've got an ignorant president. They've got a fly-by-night, thinks that she's a, a runway model and a vice president. And we've got a Speaker of the House that probably rivals the tales from the crypt, for goodness sake. <laughs> I've heard you say that before. <laughs> you have. <laughs> yes. But she does. She needs to retire, for God's sake. Find your coffin, move on. Because you are the lady of the crypt. I mean, goodness gracious. And so here we have all of this happening, Kathy. And then, so what does Marvel do? They jump on it. Well, no, well, D, no, this is DC, not DC, not Marvel. DC. Or DC, yeah. I mean, sorry, DC, not Marvel. <laughs> oh wow, DC what a geek I am! <laughs> what a, what a geek I am that I'm. I'm, you're, I'm you're, you're a geek. I I am I am a DC and Marvel geek. I will take that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, now DC jumps on this, and and again, we can say, oh, it's Superman's son. It is Superman. When you put that uniform on and that cape is flowing and you've got the S on your chest, you are Superman. Kissing another man. Now bisexuality is becoming a value that we're going to push. And now we're saying that the American white is not good. And we're Superman. I mean, the last time I checked, Superman would, would carry a flag, a U.S. flag into space and hold it next to them and fly with it. Oh, it was, I mean, literally, American flags. Yes, they were, they were iconic. They were, 
the American flag was always in all these comic books was always a symbol. I mean, and when you, you know, obviously on the cartoon, but even when you flip through the comic book pages, JP, and I know you that you because you are, you may not admit it publicly, but you're you're a comic book geek too, just like me. And oh, no, think, I've got, I've got think of, yeah, and so think, and if you go back and look at those, which I know you won't because you don't want any fingerprints on them, they're they're in their covers. But if you look at those they different those you different images. And there was always there's in, in on any given page you had two or three shots where there was the American flag in the background, and that again, when right. did it become a bad thing to? And why are so many people coming to our country if America is bad? If the American way is so bad that you've got, oh my goodness, we must protect the children and take it out of, super, you know, Superman's motto. It can't be truth, justice, and the American way anymore. Well, then why are, why is everybody coming over here? Why, you know, and it just makes me so mad, you know, with all these right. woke kids on TikTok. And it's not just kids. Unfortunately, we're talking adults too. Um, you know, kids, you can give them a hall pass because they don't know better. They haven't paid taxes yet. They haven't had a real job. They haven't had a mortgage. They haven't had to pay rent yet. But the people who have, come on, y'all should know better. The American way is the best way. And if you don't dig it, go to another country, go to Venezuela, go over to Cuba, go over to, you know, North Korea and hang for 30 days and see how you do. See how you do. Yeah, let me know how that, let me know how that cup of coffee is. Yeah. That uh, French vanilla latte or that caramel macchiato, <laughs> go skim, extra cream, uh, pass the salt, give me some more caramel yeah. in uh, Korea. People yep. can't even get a cup of coffee in Korea. Yep. North Korea. Let me be more clear. Yeah. Yeah, and that would give just... me enough reason to sneak across the border, grab me a cup of coffee in South Korea so I can go back and drink my coffee. <laughs> It's I just, mean, it's unreal. Here. It's unreal. And well, let's, okay, let's talk about, speaking of some somebody who doesn't want to be American, Gavin Newsom, and, and I tell you what, and, and Gail just reported on our feed, um, and, and hello to Gail and Michelle and everybody on, and Elizabeth, yeah, we're, we're with you, sister. Um, but Gail said, let me see, that she said in a, a small town in California, and you probably know because you've got, you've got family in California. Gas is $8.50 a gallon. You know, Californians should have gotten Gavin Newsom out of office while they had the chance. Now he's got this whole thing. And again, why does this, you know, JP, you've been an elected official. I've been an elected official. Did children's toys and how they should be categorized ever, 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 ever cross your mind when you were an elected official? Oh, gosh, no. I mean, again, it's, this is the world what, is it, what Gavin yeah. is doing. What does it have to do? What does it have to well, do Gavin with government? Taking, it doesn't. But he is taking he's taking his win from this recall election and he's taking it out for a spin. And I mean, let me tell you something. The, the San Joaquin Valley can't stand Gavin Newsom. Oh, County, and you've got you've got family Gavin there, Newsom. and you've got family in in those next neck of the woods, and so you know you talk to their to them obviously and their neighbors. They were not part of the ones who supported him still staying in office. That is correct, and so, anyways, 
So, Kathy, we have to talk college football. Oh, yes, and I, I caught none of it because I was at, and I want to give a shout-out to um, our outgoing president, Glennis Chester, from the Texas Federation of Republican Women, and give congratulations to Kit Whitehill, the new Texas Federation of Republican Women president, um, and just everybody who was involved in a fantastic convention this weekend. So I was in um, a general session and breakout sessions all day Saturday. I, I don't know who won what or anything. Well, let me go ahead and catch up on the All news. Right. It is just for me. All I want to do is throw up in my mouth. Uh oh. Does that mean UT lost? Yeah, uh oh. Oh God, yes. I'm gonna tell you something. I have never seen a heartless. A heartless what? Did we lose him, Brett? Oh no! Don't, don't leave us hanging, JP. Did we lose him? Maybe he maybe he's going through a tunnel. Um, yeah. So while we're waiting for JP to come back on and talk about um, talk about a college football, like I said, which I I was I was busy uh, with my uh, Republican women, Texas Republican women friends on Saturday, just enjoying great camaraderie and um, and sisterhood. Um, but I did catch the cow. Oh, there he is. Okay, JP, we lost you. We we can't hear him. Can you let him know we can't hear him? We can only see you, JP. We can't hear you. Can you reconnect him, maybe? All I know is how about them Cowboys? What a great win in overtime. Did anybody else catch the Cowboy game? It was back and forth. It was edge of your seat kind of a game on Sunday. So, um, like I said, I was so excited. I pulled my Dallas Cowboy ball cap back out, which I have not worn in a very long time. Dak Prescott had an amazing game. Oh, there we go. We can hear you now. Can you hear me now? Yes. So, okay. So I asked you if I said, I'm assuming you T lost and you said it was heartbreaking and then we lost they you. They lost. Oh, they lost. who'd they play? I mean, I mean who'd they play? They played Oklahoma State University. Oklahoma oh, State University. Oh, man. And, and they, again, just like OU. Oh, I can't believe we're. What no you said, just like OU, and then we lost you again. <laughs> we're losing all the important we stuff. We have no heart. Oh, we, we owned them for three quarters. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. <laughs> yes. Okay. We, we had them and we lost them in the fourth quarter. Can you hear me? Yeah, that's a bummer. So, so both OU and OSU beat UT. That's rough. Yeah. 30, uh, 32 24. That's tough. And we owned the game. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Unbelievable. No uh, heart. I love my longhorns. I'm sticking by them. But we've got to find a heart in the fourth quarter. Big shot. Nothing like they said they were going to be. Arkansas loses to Auburn 38-23 at home. Unbelievable. Wow. LSU resurfaces. Shows up and beats number 24 to 49-42. Probably the biggest shocker on college game day for the entire day. Wow. Where did LSU come from? And Florida, were they really ever that good? I don't think they were. Texas A&M continues their romp after Alabama. 35-14 over Missouri. Huge game. Another big game in the SEC. Number one, Georgia and Kentucky. Kentucky thought they could walk in and take the Bulldogs. Boy, were they wrong. Georgia wins that game 30-13. to Wow. Number two, Iowa. Here is... The, sh- the second biggest shocker 
I mean huge shocker of Saturday. Number two, Iowa gets spanked by unranked Purdue 24 to 7. Wow. So that it was, that even, was a, that wasn't I was, even close. I was going to say, so that game, they weren't even on the map. I mean, it was just the other team no. ran away with it. Yeah. And that was in Iowa. They were at home. Oh, they, they were? 24 Ooh, to 7. That's yeah. painful. That's so big, painful. So the Big Ten, Big Ten loses two potential playoff hits with Penn State losing last week to Iowa and now Iowa losing to Purdue. Unbelievable. But the Baylor Bears, sick them. <laughs> sick them Bears. Sick them Bears. 38-24 <laughs> over number 19 BYU. So that Baylor was a big game. Thank those that are ranked. Huge game. Yeah, that was um, a big number game. Number five, Alabama. It was. Number five, Alabama beats Mississippi State 49-9. Number four, Oklahoma smokes TCU 52-31. to um, Ole Miss continues their run 31-26 over Tennessee. NC State, big win, 33-7 to over Boston College. And then, again, another upset, Arizona State ranked in the top 25, loses in Utah to unranked Utah 35-21. Huge college, I mean, huge college weekend when it came to football. So that's our college roundup. Sounds like it. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? One, of course, Fred Nord saying it was a lucky win. No, it was, Dak had a great game. It was an amazing game. It was, um, it, I mean, it was just, it was edge of your seat. You know, we, we tied it up with a field goal at the end to go into overtime. One with a touchdown in overtime. It was, um, it, it was, it was, it was just great football. And, and that's actually the first NFL game, you know, because, you know, I'm NFL, not, not, not my favorite uh, political cause right now. What I hate is that they've brought politics into it again. I keep it out of football, you know, keep it out of the things that are escapism, you know, from a hard week's work. But um, that's the first uh, full Cowboys game I've caught like that. And um, it was great. Dak looks good. Um, you know, knock on wood, you would never know he had been injured. Cowboys look really good. And what, who was it that Rob said last week that he predicted would, would be in the Super Bowl, the Cowboys, and who did he say, JP? Because I think you agreed with him. I can't Buffalo remember. Buffalo Bills. Yeah, that's right. That's B- right. Buffalo You're correct, Bills. sir. And so, you know, um, might be. I'm not. I'm not going to jinx anything. I'm just going to say, yay! How about them Cowboys? I'm not going to jinx anything by saying maybe this is our year. Oh, I just said it. Anyways, zip it. Just be well, happy about the win. And, you know, <laughs> again, the defense meets the call. There's a pick six in the middle of all that with the Cowboys defense. So the Cowboys defense still doing a good job in managing the field. Um, they were in yep. New England and were able to pull this off, even with the referees the way they are. Well, and there were Adolph some. There were the, it, oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that? Yeah, I was going to say, I, I knew where you were going with that. Well, and that's the thing. We did have a ton of penalties. Um, and, and that in New England, that you know, their fans bring it. Their fans bring it. They do. Before we sign off, I just wanted to make mention: SMU is still six and zero. They're what? ranked Are you serious? in the country. Yes. Oh um, they my goodness! Tulane on October twenty first. They'll beat Tulane, or they should. Tulane is one and five. Okay. But that then sets up a big meeting, wow. a big meeting on the weekend of Halloween, where SMU will play Houston. 
So hopefully SMU stays undefeated. Right. Hopefully Houston wins this week and becomes six and one. It'll be seven and zero SMU. Wow. Hopefully versus six and one Houston at that time. We hope. And what a, a game, game that will so be. Our SMU Mustangs. Yeah, SMU Mustangs are moving up. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, and, and you know so, it's been a long time. You know, because once you get that crushing blow where, you know, you're you're out for a while, it is so hard to rebuild a college football organization. And, um, wow, so 6-0. and That's 6-0. That's amazing. That's amazing. Good good for SMU. Good for SMU. Well, Cassidy, I'll tell you what, that takes us over our time, and here we go. All right. Well, you go have fun at Truancy, or where are you out today? Where are you doing Truancy at today? We are in Frisco, IS. We're Excellent. in Frisco, ISD today. Excellent. Well, you're just right down the street. Well, awesome. Well, have a great day, JP. Have a great day to the crew. We've got Heart and Soul of Texas Women coming up next. Um, uh, Lisa and I will be discussing today how um, women can lift up other women, and um, especially in prayer and bring each other together. So, so uh, tune in from 10 to 11 for Heart and Soul of Texas Women. And then, JP, we will see you soon. Wednesday, who do we have on? Um, I think we've got uh, Senator Paxton who will be talking, obviously, tomorrow is the last day of special session. We'll be wrapping that up, talking about the new lines, which, JP, gosh, you and I haven't even had a chance to talk about the new maps. Wow, some big, big changes in the state of Texas. Primary season is going to be very interesting. Um, At the TFRW convention, I had a number of ladies say, now, wait, where does JP live right now? And and I'm like, like, oh, I told them, and they're like, okay, because we're looking at the new lines. And I'm like... you know what? He might be a little bit busy right now. But anyways, just want you to know you were thought of this weekend. Oh, well, y'all have a well, blessed day. Yeah, you. you betcha. So y'all have have, a, have a blessed day. We'll see y'all soon. Love y'all. Bye-bye.